Hello and welcome to another episode of the Endeavor Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Breitkopf. Today we have another in our series on Hacking Your Own SAT program. This is our ninth of ten Hacking Your Own SAT episodes. So before we even jump into it, I want to say thank you to everybody who's been listening along uh, over the summer. I hope you found this to be a really useful series. Uh, Whether you're a parent uh, who doesn't live anywhere near a tutoring center and you want to create your own SAT program for your uh, students at home, uh, you're an educator at a school that doesn't have any tutoring programs near you, uh, hopefully this has been helpful to you uh, over the last a couple of months. Today we're going to be talking about the strategies for the writing section on the SAT, so I hope you find this useful. Uh, once again, it's me and Neil. So Neil, take it away. Okay, welcome back to How to Hack Your Own SAT program. Uh, we're going to dive, keep going into the deep dive in a curriculum. Uh, next is the writing section. So Jason, um, let's first kind of just again, same question as always related to curriculum. Mm-hmm. What should students know about writing and grammar kind of coming to this? I know we covered a little bit in the last video, but if you could right. just maybe just recap a little bit. And one of the things we talked about is kind of saving some of the, the uh, information from that video for this one because, yeah. again, you get one score for the, for the evidence-based reading and writing, the verbal section, but it really is made up of two distinct things, a reading section and a grammar-based writing section, which is completely separate and different from the essay. So in terms of that, we did talk a little bit about that, but basic grammar is useful. And when you design your own program, once you get through the strategies and applying them, and you notice that students are struggling with particular grammar skills, then you can review those. But I would avoid falling into the trap of just teaching grammar. Now what things that, so that leads us to what students really need, which is that evidence-based part of the title of the, the, the score, the section score, which is the ability to uh, understand organization and structure mm-hmm. in writing. What is a topic sentence? What is a detail sentences? The flow of information that you go through a paragraph. That's where students really struggle. And when you review that for the grammar-based writing section, you're also helping them when you get to the actual writing of the essay and writing in general. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. Um, what is the area that students struggle with the most, though? So it, well, that's what I meant. It was it's the it's the organization part of it, understanding structure of the of the passage, and, th- and those are grammar questions. That, I think that's where it, people get confused. Mm-hmm. Is that organization and structure is not about the student writing, although it is eventually. What it is is those are question types in the grammar section. Those are multi- multiple choice questions. I have some examples for that mm-hmm. to talk about actually when we talk about strategy. Well, let's go right into it. Let's talk about the strategies. Then. So there, so the strategies for the grammar section start out somewhat similar to the reading section because, again, it's a passage-based section. They give you four passages with 11 questions, some of which are straight-up grammar questions. You know, subject-verb agreement, verb tense agreement, things like that. And students tell me, this is the feedback I've received from students, that those are the easier questions. Mm-hmm. The harder questions are about organization. So one question type is uh, is this weird type of question and the strategy for defeating it is called the yes-no strategy. So let me give you an example. I'm back again in the official SAT study guide for the listeners at home in the podcast. I'm holding that up again. I'm in chapter 13, sample writing and language test questions of part two, the evidence-based reading and writing. The passage is on pages 132 to 133, and I'm looking at question eight. 
The writer is considering deleting the underlying sentence should the sentence be kept or deleted. Now, the first thing you have to see is what sentence are they talking about? Well, they're talking about a sentence in the passage. So if I look in the passage on page 132, there is a sentence that has a big eight in a box, and right next to it is an underlying sentence. The question asks, that sentence, that underlying sentence, the author is considering deleting it, should they do it? Yes or no? And so if you look at the four answer choices, answer choices A and B start with the word kept. Answer choices C and D start with the word deleted. So the first thing you want to ask yourself is, should the author keep it or delete it? And if once I come up with that answer, I can eliminate two out of four answer choices. Right. All right. So what I want to do is with that is go back and read not just the sentence, but I should probably read that entire paragraph. So notice how the student hasn't already read it. This is what's different from the writing and the uh, reading section is you're not expected to have read the passage first because it's not about content, hmm. not about details and information from the passage. You're mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. uh, haystacking, like I said in the last yeah. video, where yeah. you're looking for needles and haystacks. Here you're just talking about grammar and organization. So content is less important. So you can save time pretty considerably. Absolutely. Yep. That's why most students tell me that the one section they're never worried about running out of time on is the grammar-based writing section. Oh, okay. So you go back and you reread this, and you're, the question you ask yourself, does this sentence make sense? In other words, what purpose does it serve? This is that evidence-based part. Does it belong in this paragraph? Mm -hmm. Does it give me information that's useful? Does it fit in with the other sentences? In other words, you're kind of playing that Sesame Street game, which one doesn't belong? Mm -hmm. You know, so it's, it's, it's really like that. And once you think of it that way, you're like, oh, that's not as hard as I thought it was going to be. Right. Does it belong or not? And if it does belong, then you're going to keep it. So let's pretend that, uh, in fact, this one here, as you go through it, you'll notice that it doesn't really fit in this paragraph. So you're probably going to say delete it. Okay? That means I've eliminated answer choices A and B. Now I'm looking at the two choices deleted, and it gives me different reasons why. And this is the second step in the yes-no strategy. Mm -hmm. Not only do I have to decide, yes, I should keep it, or no, I should delete it, mm -hmm. but why? Mm -hmm. And the two reasons are going to be very different. And now that you've gone back and you've determined what purpose it was supposed to serve or why it didn't serve that purpose, mm -hmm. then you can answer that. So you want to take it in separate steps. Got it. That is the yes-no strategy. The yes-no strategy. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, great. Okay, good. Um, anything else to writing? Yeah, I mean, I think really understanding that uh, grammar, straight up grammar, only accounts for about 45% of the questions. Okay. So only counts for 45% of the questions? On the, on the writing section. 55% of the questions are these organization type oh, questions right, right, right. that I just went over. Yep. So if you focus too much on grammar instruction, yeah. you're really underserving your students. And, and it's easy to do grammar instruction because teachers, especially English teachers, love good grammar. Right. I I'm a grammarian. I'm a grammar nerd. So I, I want students to use good grammar. I want to use good grammar myself, yeah. but you can't fall into that trap. And that, I keep bringing that up, but it, it, I've seen it time and time again with school-based programs yeah. that they fall into that trap of just doing grammar content yeah. rather than focusing on the strategy of how do I break apart this passage and find the answer I'm looking for. Got it. Got it. Great. Excellent information. Cool. Well, um, so again, as always, if there are suggestions or feedback in terms of what you want us to see or what you want to see a little bit more of from a strategy perspective, we're happy to do that. Um, if you have questions even on how to access those strategy videos, like the yes-no strategy that Jason just talked about, feel free to leave a comment before, below and we'll, we'll show you where to go ahead and access those videos. Um, and then the article right below as well. So uh, hopefully again, a lot of information.
Thanks. Well, that was once again a really great conversation uh, that Neil and I had. I just always enjoy talking to Neil about these things. Um, he's uh, so fascinated by education. He's worked in uh, as an administrator in education for so long, and it's great to talk to him about the details of what we do uh, when we're tutoring uh, and teaching SAT and other programs. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, uh, this was a video on YouTube, and if you find it there, you can leave comments uh, below the YouTube video, but for here, you're listening to the podcast, you can always uh, like, favorite, star, heart, whatever your podcast app of choice uh, lets you do. You can leave a comment in iTunes, although I don't check it as often as I would like. But the best way to reach us is uh, on Twitter. We have a Twitter feed, at EndeavorPod. If you leave me a note there, I get it right away. Uh, I get a notification on my phone, and I will follow up as soon as possible. Uh, Please feel free to share our episodes. You can hit that share sheet send it out to your friends and family, Twitter, Facebook, etc. And uh, as always, remember to subscribe so you can get episodes right away. Uh, the summer's coming to a close, so uh, you know, we're putting out a few more episodes before Labor Day here in the United States, so uh, you might uh, see they're coming a little bit faster. We're going to uh, only put one out the week of Labor Day, but usually we put them out Tuesdays and Fridays. Thank you so much, and as always, let's keep learning. <laughs>